You're listening to The Internet. On episode 751 of Into Your Head podcast, the following content. Hello. I've always been a great believer in the dictum, never ask or you'll regret asking uh, because you'll find out that whatever you were about to ask for or whatever you did ask for it was on its way anyway and you're going to look pretty stupid you're sitting there going hello waiter uh, I don't seem to have any spoons and next to the second you'll notice the waiter is carrying spoons he already has your spoons and he's on his way over you look like a right shithead you look like a right selfish greedy impatient little shitbag cunt uh, just because you opened your mouth and asked for something, that's what you should do. You never ask for things. There's no, don't go asking for things in life. Just go wait for them to happen. Sit on your arse, watch television, uh, go have a big long sleep, do whatever you need. Uh, tie your, uh, tie your, your hands behind your back if necessary. Uh, put a, put a gag in your mouth to stop you from uh, resist to make you resist the temptation to ask for stuff, and just sit there and wait. Because life is a waiting game. That's what it is. The waiting game of life. Wasn't that a board game at one point? The waiting game of life. Or am I thinking of something different? I probably am. Isn't there a TV game show? Wasn't there called The Game of Life? And wasn't there? There's probably something else called a waiting game. There was The Crying Game. That was a movie. I went. I had the soundtrack. went something like... <laughs> about The Crying Game. Was Roy Orbison involved in that in some way? It sounds like he was, I don't know. Never seen it, just remember hearing the song somewhere and it sounded quite Roy Orbison-y. And Roy Orbison just sat around waiting and then he died. Uh, but you noticed, you noticed after his death that he was one of the success, most successful recording artists of all time. And not only that, his sons are putting out new, new music by him at the moment. Uh, they said, oh, we just happened to have found 20 more Roy Orbison Orbison albums here. You see, that's what happens when you wait. All this stuff comes out. You might, you might have to wait till after you're dead, but it'll come. It'll come. Uh, anyway, where was? Two cats walk up to a salad bar. One of the cats goes straight up to the salad bar checkout area and says, "Hello, can I have a pint of your finest salad, please?" And the woman behind the bar says, "Can you be a little more specific, sir? We're a delicatessen here. We do all kinds of salads." We do every kind of salad under the sun, or at least under this uh, cooling lamp here. We do lots of different kinds of salad. If I were to just fob you off with a pint of our finest salad, you'd be, you wouldn't be getting the full experience at all. Tell me what you like. What do you like to eat? And the cat says, well, I like to eat cat food. Have you any cat food? And the woman says, yes, we have indeed. Just not fresh food. Fresh cat food. If you go over to the cat food all there, you'll find tons and tons of cat food. We just don't keep those in the salad bar because they're not considered a delicatessen, a delicacy. And the cat says, and why not? Why do you not have, why do you not consider cat food to be a delicacy? I happen to think it's a delicacy. And the woman says, well, no offense, sir, uh, but this store, this store's policies are not based on what you think. They're based on what the owners and management think. If you want, if you want a store that's based on what you think, you need to buy shares in it and become a majority.
minority shareholder and work your way up to a place on the board of directors or maybe get a job in management. And the cat says, fair enough, so. Uh, five years later, uh, the cat, same cat goes, comes into the bar and says, hello, can I have a pint of your finest cat food, please? And the woman behind the salad bar says, certainly, sir. Would you like the tuna one or the chicken one? And the cat says, ah, you know me, I'm not fussy, it doesn't matter. I suppose half and half. And the woman says, certainly, sir. Will I put this on your, will I put this on your tab? And the cat says, no, you will not, you will not. I do not believe in uh, building up debt. And I hope, and I hope my staff don't either. I don't believe in building up debt at all, especially in a place like this where I'm on minimum wage. Although maybe now that I'm on the board of directors, I'm not on minimum wage. I don't know. Don't really look at my pay step because I'm a cat and I can't read. I haven't really any use for money because I just come in here and say I own this place give me some food uh, or else I just take it myself or else I just find something out on the road that somebody's discarded there's more to life than money you know there's things like responsibility and status and I have a fine status as the managing director of one of the finest supermarket chains in the world why would I want money absolutely fucking ridiculous and the woman behind the bar says exactly sir and congratulations on your advancement over the last five years uh, since this story started and the great night is had by all hello once upon a time there was a dog a dog a dog I wasn't feeling very well wasn't feeling well I was feeling sick as a dog not in a good way I was feeling like a dog uh, when it's sick not a dog when it's well uh, we you humans we like to say I'm sick as a dog when we're feeling sick uh, but we never uh, specify whether we feel like a healthy dog or an un an unwell dog uh, so people just assume oh he just feeds like a dog so being a being a dog must itself feels crap so when you use that phrase sick as a dog you're miseducating your children you're telling your children uh, that uh, being a dog feels like shit it doesn't dogs most of the time feel fine but dogs get sick too and this dog in our story here was sick as a dog uh, well he was sick as a sick dog he probably didn't call himself sick as a dog as that wouldn't have made any sense to him it's all about context you see you have to say stuff in context and he sure as hell wasn't going to be able to say it in context because he was a dog so he just went oh he just sort of groaned and growled a bit and went look at me and whimpered and his owner came along and threw a bucket of water over his head because that's what you're supposed to do when you have a sick dog you throw a bucket of water over its head and the dog looks up and goes what in the name of Christ was that all about and his owner says ah look at the cute little doggy 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 and the dog says I'm not sure this is much of a story to be perfectly honest and his owner says, there's more to life than writing stories, dog. You should concentrate on getting better. Get your priorities straight. If you're unwell, concentrate on getting better. I poured this water over to you, over you to wake you up as a wake-up call, so to speak. Uh, I'm aware you are to sleep, but it's a metaphor. A wake-up call. Uh, get your uh, get your motor running and your... Uh, what's that song? Get your motor running... Something, something, something. Get out on the highway. 
And the dog says, so you want me to go out and go for a run along the highway? Is that right? Is that the same highway where dogs get run over every feckin' second day? You want me to go out there when I'm unwell? What exactly do you want me to do there? And the owner says, it's just a song, relax. And the dog says, so you want me to perform a song about the highway, uh, but not go to the highway. Is that correct? And uh, the owner says, you're a useless. I'm going to get a fucking cat. And a great night is had by all. Now, uh, I know what you're thinking there. You're thinking today's episode is rather segmented, isn't it? Uh, the first segment was 2 minutes and 12 seconds long. The next one was 2 minutes and 55 seconds long. And the next one was uh, just a second shorter than that. Uh, 2 minutes and 54 seconds. And you're thinking, uh, not that there's anything wrong with segments. I grew up on MTV where everything was 2 or 3 minutes. You have uh, people jumping around to, to a song for a couple of minutes. And then you you'd have an advert, you'd have an advertisement, and the advertisement break itself was made up of several segments. You had someone saying, hello, would you like some cornflakes? Then you had someone else saying, hello, would you like to watch this program that's on later? You can't watch it now, but this is the, uh, this is an opportunity to stick it in your mental diary. Uh, watch there. Oh, you could watch the MTV Awards. We're having awards. Uh, awards of, not awards of course, but awards of, uh, awards of the MTV entertainment industry that's what they used to have they used to put on the mtv music awards and they'd say it's going to be on on sunday night at nine o'clock and then we're going to rerun it incessantly for two weeks until you're sick to death you're sick to christ to death in hell of mtv awards and then we're going to offer you something that's not that we're going to offer you anything that's not the mtv awards and you'll be extremely grateful to us and it's just like we just like the way a drug addict that's how drug addicts get you they say here try this uh, try this for so often that you get sick to death of it and then we'll offer you something different that's nicer that's how they work I'm led to believe I've never been to a drug dealer myself I wouldn't know how unless you count my doctor and my uh, pharmacist as drug dealers I suppose they are in a way every pharmacist along the highs there's five pharmacists shops down in my local town here every single one of them is a drug dealer I suppose only to proprietor of each uh, pharmacy shop is a drug dealer uh, the other the other chemists that work for them are just their assistants I don't know how that works but oh I know of at least five drug dealers in my town all of whom are condoned and licensed by the appropriate authorities uh, it's getting it's getting a bit like Colorado over here except without the without the marijuana if you go to Colorado now the home of Mork and Mindy you can buy marijuana illegally I mean rather legal to say hello I'd like to buy some illegal drugs and I believe it's legal to do so now so can I please buy some illegal drugs and they'll say no you can't buy illegal drugs but you can buy the same drugs that used to be illegal you can buy those legally and you say well where's the fun in that I want to break the law I want to be like your man that went I fought the law and the law won I fought the law and the law won I fought the law and the 
no one and the man behind the bar or the counter or wherever you are will say sir I think the last thing you need are drugs to alter your mind in any way and you'll say why is that because I play a bad song on my harmonica you, you, you decide because someone has poor musical talent they shouldn't be allowed legal drugs is that it and they'll say I don't know it's not really up to me I'm just a pharmacist that's for your doctor to say really isn't it I just read the prescription. Let's have a look at your prescription there. And you hand over your prescription. And the, the doctor fella, the pharmacy fella, will have a look at your prescription. And he'll say, oh, it says here. It says here, uh, just give him placebos. And it'll keep him quiet for a couple of weeks. Oh, I can do that, sir. I can give you placebos. Uh, what kind of placebos would you like? Would you like the orange flavour ones? Uh, or the ones that taste like chocolate? Or would you like the ice cream ones? You just have to keep those in the freezer. And uh, they'll say, oh, do I have to throw them out before I use them? And for the pharmacist would say, it doesn't really matter. It's all the same, to be perfectly honest. And you'll say, oh, I'll well, have a go. Give us a go with the placebos. And the pharmacist will say, oh, it says down the bottom here, don't tell him they're placebos. So can you just make sure that you, that you tell the doctor that I didn't tell you they're placebos? And you say, absolutely, what's a placebo? And you, they'll say, never mind, never mind. And then a great afternoon will be had by all nuts. That's what they call them. They call them big, steaming, shit-eating, piss-poiling, uh, chalk-scraping along a back blackboard. Oh, I don't have a blackboard in here anymore. I just found some chalk, though. Uh, maybe I should just draw on this table. And there we go, I'm drawing on this table. I wouldn't really call it drawing because I'm not forming any uh, coherent not even forming any lines of any coherency it seems to be just rubbing the chalk off I begin to wonder is this proper chalk or hole it's crap cheap chalk uh, just rub it away there I don't really want to cover my uh, my table which I've had in my family since I was uh, four years of age at most uh, I don't want to destroy it I'm not a fucking vandal I'm not a vandal you may well be a vandal but I'm not if you want to go around vandalising my table by all means do do that, just don't do it with my table. Get a duplicate, uh, get a, oh, get a whatever you call that. Get a clone of my table, except don't go uh, interfering with my table's genes either, because there's not enough science to show whether that causes long-term damage, although there has been some long-term damage done to my table in the past already. Uh, it's missing a couple of hinges to hold the other leaf up. up. Well, I don't use the other leaf, because the other side of the table is up against a wall, so it doesn't matter it's up against a brick wall that's got wood on this side and brick on, brick on the other and God only thought knows on the inside I don't know what they put on the inside of modern houses uh, modern houses and uh, this is a modern house I live in incidentally it was built in 2006 uh, so I would consider that to be modern I don't know what you to consider to be modern uh, you foreigners uh, but over here anything that was built after the year 1100 is modern because we've got history uh, we've got uh, we've got a castle in our town it's just not a very good castle it's a castle where they have uh, it's basically a pub there's a pub in one end and a place in the other where they shove in paintings and have exhibitions and things and then 
people go for a piss around the back and then they go and uh, rob trolleys from Lidl and throw, throw them around the back garden of the castle and then they go uh, they go over there they go over there somewhere to wherever they live or maybe over the other way I don't know they could go anywhere they could live anywhere it's three, within a 360 degree radius of that place because this isn't a seaside town where you can only live within 180 degree radius of anything that's on the sea unless you live in the sea uh, that's the problem people think it's great to live in a seaside town I lived in a seaside town for many years and it was very limiting because you lived on the coast and the only places you decided one day of a Saturday afternoon you'd say where can we go for a little a little spin in the car and they'd say well we can go that way or that way or that way or that way or that way uh, but we live on the coast so we can't go anywhere either east or south east or south south east or north east or north north east so we were we had 50% less places to go of a Saturday afternoon than most people who don't live on the coast and uh, not only that we, we live there's a little mountain behind us we lived on the foot of a mountain that was facing the that was facing north and you can't really drive up a mountain either so we're basically reduced to have a very small radius of places we could go I uh, don't live by the seaside it's overrated that's what I'd say anyway on with the show support the podcastual arts at no cost to you just click through the Amazon link at intoyourhead.com whenever you go shopping for anything even if you use Amazon UK or Canada we'll take your weird foreign money here we're not proud just visit intoyourhead.com and click on the appropriate Amazon banner. If you would like to comment on any of the issues raised in this program, email studio at intoyourhead.com. Remember, we value the opinions of you, the humble and ignorant listener. Matchstick cats. Matchstick cats. Matchstick cats. Matchstick cats and stuff. Are you a cat? Or do you know somebody who might be? Then tell yourself about Matchstick Cats. Neil's webcomic. Brand new episodes at IntoYourHead.com. Dogs walk into a... Oh, walk into a walk-in movie. One of the dogs goes straight up to the walk-in movie attendant and says, Hello, uh, where do I have to park myself, uh, my uh, corporal being, uh, if I'm going to go into your walk-in movie? And the man behind the desk says, Oh, you can bring yourself in here, sir. You can just bring your your whole self in. And the dog says, But I thought it was a walk-in movie. Do I not have to abandon my very essence and just go in, uh, just go in with my soul and walk that? in somehow and uh, the man behind the counter says no sir I think you're confusing this with uh, with a fly in uh, one of those movies that they go where the people who do the what you call it flying the yogic flying and they they fall asleep what usually happens with them is they fall asleep and they do their yogic flying in their dreams and then in their dreams they yogic fly over here to the cinema and then they attend uh, just as their just as their astral Cells, but no, that's different from a walk 
in movie, sir, so you're fine. And the dog says, oh, that's great, that's great. I was, I was worried about that. Uh, I probably should have probably read too much into the sawing there, did I? I'm just too, I'm just yeah, so excited as a dog at having learned this late in life how to read. It's quite an achievement. And sometimes I think, oh, I've had so much catching up to do. I better read and analyse everything I see on every sign. Which gets quite a bit, quite a lot in a city. You walk up this street and I, I counted 18,000 signs and notices and billboards within a short a short walk and the man behind the counter says I understand sir I understand would you like to come to our yoga flying movie tonight and the dog says well how do I do that and the man says well first you should come in in person with your body for lessons in astral flying and then get ready for us and the dog says maybe I will maybe I will can I go to the movie and then send my yoga and go sleep in the movie and send my yoga self over to the lessons to learn how to go to the yogic astral flying movie and the man behind the bar says you could do that but then you mightn't enjoy the the normal movie here that you've paid in to see you might be uh, shooting yourself in the foot there and the dog says Christ I'm going to have to have gun lessons now am I and the man says no no it's just a saying it's just something I say and the dog says why would you say something that does that you don't mean and the man behind the bar says why not why not why the hell not there's more to life than just uh, there's more to life than communicating meaning and messages you know not everything has to be full of meaning this isn't a frigging this isn't a frigging speech by uh, John F. Kennedy at uh, his uh, pre-death inauguration speech or whatever he had I don't know this isn't that anyway I'm pretty sure the damn Christ is not that and the dog says fair enough fair enough and then the man behind the bar says would you like to buy some confectionery for the movie sir and the dog says why would a movie want confectionery are you sure it's a movie because if it's able to eat during the movie then it may well be a live show with real actors uh, otherwise what am I going to do but uh, pour a bag of Maltesers into the screen and hope for the best Christ no I'm pretty sure if a dog stood up in the middle of one of your movies uh, paying for having paid for his ticket or not paid for his ticket and started pouring Maltesers all over the screen and have them melted uh, I think you'd kick them out pretty sure to Christ are you trying to trick me into getting thrown out of this movie that I've paid to be in uh, and the man behind the bar says no sir I don't mean uh, for the movie I mean for yourself to eat during the movie as a snack I don't mean to give them to the actors and the actresses and you're dead right they won't be there they'll be just be there on the screen on a pre-recorded movie and the dog says you mean this is a pre-recorded movie so it's a rerun I'm paying to be to come and see a rerun for Christ's sake I've been duped and conned enough tonight I'm leaving and the man behind the bar says says ha ha tricked you into leaving except he says it's very quietly so the dog doesn't hear him uh, dogs can't hear low noises uh, they can only hear well maybe they can I don't know but he didn't hear this one and if he did he certainly didn't understand it or notice he was too busy being angry and he went out oh he went out and uh, ate, a, uh, ate a man's head off it was okay though it wasn't a real man there was a dead man's corpse that had just been shot and was lying on 
the ground and the dog went out and ate its head off to, to vent his anger. Uh, but no one got hurt by the dog, so it was absolutely fine. Absolutely fine. And what happened next? I suppose the dog went home. Oh no, he didn't. He was put down. Because apparently it's not, not okay for a dog to go eating the head off a corpse, even if the corpse is already dead. You can't be having do dogs doing that. So the dog got put down. And quite rightly so, if you ask me. Because uh, he's destroying evidence. That place, uh, that scene, that uh, crime scene probably hadn't been properly analysed yet. So that dog was destroying evidence. Uh, so, you can't be having that. Can't be having that. You have to have a bit of law and order in this world, you know. You can't just have dogs running rampant all over the place. Uh, even though that's what they would do if there was no civilization, dogs would just go around eating corpses because they have to eat something. There'd be no one there to make the dog tin the dog food for them, and they're sure as hell not going to start a vegetable garden. Uh, no, no, they're not going to start a vegetable. Why would the dog start a vegetable garden? Don't be fucking ridiculous. No, no. Uh, well, we never think about these things, do we? No, we never think about a dog coming out of a movie angry because the movie isn't. Uh, live and finding out that there's a corpse outside and he eats us just to get her off his chest. Uh, apparently you consider that a bad thing. I don't. Although maybe I should. Should I consider that a bad thing? Uh, well, I don't know. Doesn't really matter. Doesn't apply because we're talking metaphor. We're talking rhetorically here. I don't consider it a bad thing. Uh, whether I should or not, whether I should or not is irrelevant because I'm not going to change my... Oh, there's two dogs running around outside. There's two dogs running around outside on the public playing area. Uh, presumably they've been thought out to crap all over the place because uh, it's okay to let your dogs come down to my road and crap everywhere. Uh, apparently that's fine. You can crap wherever you want. Uh, cock up your leg and let the wind go free. Cock up... What's the song? Uh, my mother used to sing it. Uh, cock up your leg and let the wind go free <laughs> Cock up your leg and let the wind She never did the harmonica thing She just said cock up your leg and let the wind go free Worked it into conversation sometimes I'm not sure why uh, But it's stuck in my memory So I'm probably supposed to get something out of it Some profound meaning that I'll, It'll come to me while I'm, when I'm older That's probably the general idea uh, But no, there's a man out there Walking his dogs He's walking them, he's saying Here, uh, put one leg in front of the other Is that how dogs work, walk? Do they put one leg in front of the other or do they put their front leg forward and their hind opposite leg forward and then put the other two forward? I don't know. I don't know how to walk as a dog because uh, you haven't experienced being a dog. Uh, there's some things you don't need to know though. Uh, hello to some people. I'm sure there's plenty of people interested in how a dog walks. Just not me. I couldn't care less how a dog... Uh, it's more of a running thing anyway. They're running around like lunatics because that fella's throwing stuff for them to catch. He's saying, here, uh, here, catch this dog, catch this. This is what you, this'll, uh, this'll more than satiate your desire to, to, eat, uh, to eat a zebra in the wild. Just uh, chase this bit of stick and then come back to me with it. And we'll do this for another 10 minutes and then we'll go home and you can watch television with me. And then you'll be fully satiated. You're listening to the Into Your Head podcast from Ireland with your humble proprietor, Neil. Follow Neil at twitter.com slash into your head pod and pretend to like him at facebook.com 
slash into your head podcast. Two yoga flyers walk into a bar. One of the yoga flyers goes straight up to the bar counter and says, hello, can I have a pint of your finest Guinness, sir? And the man behind the bar says, oh, I'm sorry, sir, we don't do home delivery. And the yoga flyer says, what do you mean? And the barman says, you know damn well what I mean. You're not really here. You're at home in bed sleeping. And you want me to deliver this to you? And the yoga astral flyer says, no, 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 that's true. I am at home sleeping and it's just my astral being that's flown here. Uh, But I'm not asking you for home delivery. I'm just going to uh, drink it here. And the barman says, how are you going to drink it here without your body? And the yoga flyer says, well, I think I'm about to find out, haven't I? I suppose I could uh, get a tube going from here to my home, to my body at home, have a feeding tube. I probably should have planned this in advance. Have a feeding tube set up that goes from here to my... You see, the problem with that is you don't know I'm new to this thing. I can't plan where I'm going to yoga fly before I go asleep. And the barman says... Either way, either way, uh, your your uh, real self, your body was here earlier drinking a lot and he's probably conked out half dead from the alcohol at home now. So I think you've had enough. And the yoga flyer says, you're a fucking spoil sport. And the barman says, indeed I am, indeed I am. I'm a responsible bar owner. I wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, I wouldn't have it any other way. I wouldn't have a hand the other way. I wouldn't have a hand the other way. And then a man comes up to the counter and says, "Excuse me, sir. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I'm from the I'm from the Commercial Music Rights Licensing Organisation, and you owe me you owe me two hundred euros for playing that little song there in public." And the barman says, "Excuse me, I created that on the fly. That's not commercially owned music, other than by me." And uh, uh, and the what's his name says, "Well, until you can prove it, I'm taking down your bar, and you're going to have to you're going to have to write to YouTube and give them oh, give them some sort of uh, proof." And uh, the man behind the bar says, "This isn't even on YouTube." And the licensing man says, "It will be once I've left here." Uh, and I can be pretty sure to damn Christ as hell that that fella who's yoga flying over here is going to make a YouTube video about her at some point too. I'm sure he's filming it right now. And the barman says, well, he'd be filming it from home, from his bed, where his body is, wouldn't he? He wouldn't have brought the camera in here in his yoga flying spirit stage, spirit, spirit state. And uh, the rights fella says, you have a pint there, sir. A pint of your finest Guinness. Ho, oh, ho, that's a little joke for you. Uh, but no, I'll be back when I have figured out this whole uh, YouTubing thing and uh, find out some way to, oh, some way to get come down here like a ton of bricks. So you watch it. And the great night is had by all.